Primo production, she put on for a shot. In this big city, I want them to mention me. <laughs> Talk your shit, Bree. Hello, everyone. We are back. I first want to thank everyone for tuning in every week to listen to the Bremore Productions podcast. And today we have a special guest. Her name is Savvy. Did I say it right? Savvy. Savvy. Yeah. Savvy. There you go. Savvy. <laughs> Her name is Savvy. And um, we are going to speak about the, um, the dating from a woman's perspective. And I'm single. I'm newly single. So I can only touch about this lightly, I feel like. Because <laughs> i only been single for like three months. Am I qualified to even talk about this? Well, how long were you in a relationship? I was in a relationship for two years. But before that, you were single, right? I was single for two years. Oh, I got into yeah. You can call it, I mean, so I'm experienced. Yeah. Are you single? Yes, I'm single. Been Hello. single for a while. I'm, I can't. Say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to say because that's the thing. If I say how long I'm single, then somebody be like, "Well, what's wrong with you?" But it's been several years. But it's not because of a lack of trying. It's just I don't want to settle. Like I'm just not gonna be in a relationship with just anybody just to say I'm in a relationship. If I see a red flag, I'm out. Like, yes, I'm gone. Yes. So with that being said, I want to talk about like the the upbringing of the black woman, mm-hmm. because I really want to I really want to chop down the, the perspective of a of a black woman when it comes to dating. And first, I would like to say the thing that irritated me the most growing up and even to this day was the simple fact people would say. Um, just just get a man. It doesn't matter if it's half a man. It doesn't matter if he this, if he that, if he's not qualified, just get a man. And I feel like I feel like a lot of women feel like they're not a woman or they feel less than if they're not in a relationship. And I think a lot of people um think that being in a relationship makes you a woman. Like it makes you complete. Right. And to me, I feel like that's a plus. Absolutely. But my upbringing was different. Okay. So it was different from a lot of people. And it's a lot of people that I know because I was raised in a two-parent household. Mm. My parents have been together since I was born. So I was raised with my father being in my life and being like that male role model in my life. So um, it was never, you know, it wasn't never, I, I was never sat down and told hey, you know, you are worth, like I was told that, but it wasn't a just a specific time. It was throughout my life growing up that I, I, I was enough for me. So growing up, and then when I got to the point where I did want to start dating and was interested in, in doing that, it was never because I felt like I had to. It was like, you know, if you, if you good and you can compliment whatever I'm doing then then cool but I never felt like the need to do that and maybe a lot of that has to do because I did have that kind of upbringing but I know other people I know other women that were in single parent households and they have just as much confident and confidence in themselves that I do but then on the other hand you have people that did have 
their father in their life and they don't feel that way and they're always trying to chase that. So it's like, does upbringing really, does it really matter? But maybe it doesn't. I don't know what your experience was as far as like when you started dating. I know what you said your upbringing wasn't hearing what you had, what you were hearing. I didn't hear that growing up. I mean, to me, it was you, you grow up, you get married, you build a family, but it wasn't, um, it was never that important. Like you got to get a man, like, you know, yeah. you got to have a husband. It was never that important, but it, you were told that that's what you were going to do. So my dating experience was way totally different. Like I was a late bloomer. I was, then when I did start dating, like, I, we can talk for a minute, but if you sound crazy, then I'm I'm out. I'm like, we don't, <laughs> even, we don't even go together until I figure out if you really like okay or not. So I don't know. I I honestly feel like I, I've definitely heard that from a few of my family members and not just directly told to me. Mm-hmm. And I just heard it through like conversations. Yeah. And I also I also seen it. Like I didn't have to be told what was going on. I knew what was going on. And not to put anybody out on my family like on blast or anything like that, but it was just like I was I feel like I was raised by savages. <laughs> well no, that's not that's not putting them out on your I, I, I mean, but <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's just how I feel. Like, I, I look at it like this. Like, the the women in my family are not the type of women that just sit around and just like, okay, we're going to wait to... I mean, it varies. You know, we got some women that do wait and, you know, just put up with any and everything yeah. simply because of love. And then I have some women that they just on to the next. But then I found out with even that, I found that to be problematic. So I personally don't believe in getting in a relationship and then getting out of a relationship because once I'm in a relationship, I I typically do really love that person yeah. and value that person. And it takes me a while to really adjust mm-hmm. to a breakup. Okay. So, and I got to make sure like, because I learned the hard way. I have to make sure now that I'm in it for you and I'm not in it just to be spiteful to the last person yeah, or to seek revenge on the last person or make the last person mm-hmm. jealous. Right. Like I'm really in this relationship because I like you. Mm-hmm. I like what you got going. I feel like you valuable to me and what I have going. So yeah. But growing up, it was like, I seen, I seen both sides of it. I seen the women that, you know, that put up with a lot and it took a lot for them to like, eventually give up and say you know what i'm done and then i seen women that uh that that broke up with their man and the next week they got another one Mm -hmm. so in 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 my eyes now that i'm 29 years old i feel like both are like problematic and unhealthy so could maybe could maybe some of the difference be on maybe the amount of time that we as women are spending really getting to know the other person before we officially jump into a relationship because maybe that's the difference too. I find that a lot of women are not taking the time to really get to know the person they're talking to. Like it, it feels like it's no more of that courting process going on. Not that it has to be so 
formal, but the part of courting is like you're getting to know that person, find out what their tics are, their values are. But it seems like a lot of women are just jumping into relationships like they kind of like you. They kind of y'all kind of dig each other. And then immediately you're together in a relationship, like committed or one party can be committed. The woman's committed and maybe she ain't really got from the man if he was committed or not. And maybe maybe that's a problem because we're not taking enough time to really get to know the other person before we say, okay, we're in a relationship. So then you get in a relationship and all this new stuff, which happens, but you probably could have filtered out some of that stuff had you really taken it a little bit slower, got to know that person. That is true. I do feel like that that has always been an issue though. Okay. Cause I remember growing up, I felt that way about certain women in my family. Like, damn, you barely know, dude. And he already around us, or your kids are already calling <laughs> right. him dad, or right. The shit that used to fuck me up was uncle. Your kids yeah. already, <laughs> your kids already calling them uncle. That's not they fucking <laughs> uncle. That that shit irritated my soul. Um, I think now though, I feel like that's. To me, that has always been a problem in our community, to be honest. But I think the problem that lies with that is that women don't take out the time to get to know self. How do you know... What you want, want if, you, if don't, you don't know absolutely what you want, like <laughs> absolutely, like seriously, mm-hmm. like take out the time to like really, because I feel like I look at it like this: if we're not learning ourselves, we learning from other relationships, or we learning from looking at other people's lives. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't like that, but why you don't like it though? Right. Oh, I do like this, but why do you like it? <laughs> why? Exactly. Why do? At this point, I'm like, why do you even want to get married? Do you want to get married because your peers are married? Or do you want to get married because you want to get married? Or why do you even want to purchase a house? Right. Do you want to purchase a house because you want to purchase a house? Or do you want to purchase a house because you see everybody else purchasing a house? And that's the thing to do right now. That's how That qualifies you as an adult. Right. That's making you look like you the shit and you got your right. shit together. Exactly. So with that being said, you really got to know yourself because... You you look around and you be like, I'm one person. I don't need no big ass house right now. I, thank you. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know? No, for real, because I had a friend that, that told me that and she was like, Well, I just think I need to buy a house. I said, Well, why? She said, Well, you know, it's just time and everybody else got she's single, she's got a nice, nice apartment, nice place, good car. She got she got it going on, nice job. And I'm like, you know. Have to buy a house just because everybody house. else buys a house. The kids off to college are like, do you? Like, you don't have to buy a house just because everybody else is. But like you said, it's the people got to learn to be okay with themselves. If yes. you want to stay in an apartment and you want to rent an apartment till you 43, then do that if that's what you want to do. If that works for your life and the way you are, because it doesn't work for everybody else. But like you said, you can't try to figure yourself out why you figuring somebody else out like no self first so that you then know what somebody else's values whatever they got going on whether or not it matches expectations yeah. because if you don't know yours and you'll never figure out if they really match because you're still trying to figure out what it is that you like and that's where a lot of the conflict comes from because i don't like what you did but i didn't know enough about myself to tell you that i didn't like that before we really got deep into this thing yeah so yeah and that's what I'm learning as well. I had to sit back and I had to 
readjust everything and look at things from a different perspective. And it's now from my perspective mm-hmm. on my wants and my right. needs. Why exactly are you wanting these things? And then you realize, shit, I only want it because so-and-so got it. <laughs> right. So I can look like that I'm keeping up or mm-hmm. I can look like I'm, I got my shit together. When right. I honestly, I honestly feel like everybody's journey is different. Everybody's life is unique. And that also goes back into relationships. Um, I, I, I didn't understand boundaries okay. until I was the only, I was the person on the other side that crossed that boundary. And I, I looked at it like, damn, like it wasn't even that serious. Right. Like, why are you tripping? It's not that serious, you know? Mm-hmm. So what if I text my ex? For example, I text my ex and you mad and you feeling some type of way. Now you want to throw the entire relationship right. away. Right. And now that I, I look at that 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 um that situation, I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that because some people have boundaries, some people know what they can deal with and what they cannot deal with. And at the end of the day, you either respect it and still remain have that type of love there, or you just move on. That's just what it is. True. So, but, you know, if you communicate, maybe that's that too is where we as a community can um, improve is our communication in the beginning. Um, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like really communicate those things. That's the time that you're supposed to be saying, okay, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. These are the things that I will accept. These are the things I won't accept. So then you'll know, okay, he will have a problem if I text my ex or he might not like it too much if I like my ex's picture on social media so that you know these things up front. So then when it happens, it's not a whole, you know, ordeal because y'all didn't discuss that. And maybe that's a that's a problem, too. We're not communicating like we used to. Like everything is text. Everything is on our phone. It's no like emotion. Like where's our where's the sit down and, and communicate part? But then that goes back to women versus men and why it's difficult because if we want to communicate, they think we're 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 fussing or we're doing too nagging. much. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Nagging, yeah, that's the word. We're nagging or we're doing too much. So where do we fix that at? What what do we do? Um I don't think me personally, I think um, communication is key, and I don't believe in uh, text messaging. I believe in conversation via the telephone, where I can hear your voice, right. hear your emotion, or even having to sit down in person. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, like you said, like I feel like that's the type of situation, that's the type of demand that you have to address at the beginning of the relationship. Right. Because if your relationship is solely based on texting, then Eventually, you're gonna have an argument via text. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't have time for that. No, absolutely. no, because you can say something, you're like, Oh, I didn't mean that, I was just being, you know, funny, right. but then they can take it as, you know, anger or upset or mm-hmm. anything. And I don't understand why people don't understand that. I don't either. I don't get that. I don't, I don't either. Or just okay, if you took it a certain way, just call me and ask me, Did you mean this in a certain way? But I, you can't figure out a person's emotion. In a text message. And then I, I have had someone that I was dating tell me, well, texting is a form of communication. It's the same thing as yada, yada, yada. But in all, in all honesty, even if you're reading a book, 
that book, that context that came before that emotion or that sentence is going to tell you this person is frightened or this person is scared or this person is happy. Like, you know, the emotion, but a simple text, I don't know what you're going through right now. I don't know how you're feeling. And that is an issue. Absolutely. Communication nowadays is 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 limited because all people want to do is text. Absolutely. So I really feel like that is one of the problems. And when it comes to a lot of men, I know I know there's men out there that believes in traditional com- uh, communication. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of women that are texters mm-hmm. that don't believe in tradition. <laughs> right. Like, why are you calling me? I don't want to talk on the phone, which is weird to me. <laughs> you got a whole cell phone yeah. that you're paying a hundred plus dollars for a month. And the only thing you want to do is text. text. Mm-hmm. Where's your investment? <laughs> I don't understand that. I don't, I don't get that. And then the whole social media phrase, yeah. the relationship goes. As soon as people are able and get the permission of the individual that they are in a relationship mm-hmm. with to post a picture on social media, right. it opens gates Absolutely. to all the bullshit. Absolutely. So now the only thing you have is, what is that? What is that? The clout, the attention that you're seeking on social media in your relationship. But to me, and I mean, you know, no shade to anybody that that wants to post their relationship on social media, but why? Like, are you not believing it? To a certain extent. Like, it's it's cool. And, you know, if it's just your boyfriend, y'all out, you take a picture with your boyfriend. But I'm talking about the people that... Um, the daily routines. Yes. Yeah. The da- I, yes. I know <laughs> I know a couple, I swear to God, they got one. They each had their own social media. They combined their social media into one account on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. So now they got one account that they share. And it's like, it's too much. It's just too, and then they broke up. So it's like, you know, it's, well, why? Why? I, I don't have any problem. You know, you post your pictures with your significant other, but when that's the only thing that you're doing and you're making it a big, why do you even want people in your business to that extent? Yeah. You know what? You know what I'm saying? Like, sure, you see, it's my man. Like, that's cool. But like every day, every post, is everything y'all doing together as a couple? What are you really trying to? Are you trying to hide something or cover up something? Because if you're securing your relationship, do you really have to post about it all the time? No, and I feel like to me, I gotta have some type of uh, individuality. Absolutely, I would die in a relationship Absolutely. in a relationship if I lose myself. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's funny because I talked to my mom about it because my mom and dad were like super close. Like they did everything together. <clears throat> Business. Um, I mean, they they really did everything together, but it, but it worked for them. But I tell her all the time, I'm like, I'm not like you like <laughs> at all. Like I'm not even really sure if I'm really wanted to ever get married because I enjoy my individuality. Like I like having my time. And being able to have my time and I wouldn't want to offend somebody thinking that it's not, it's about you, but it's not about you. Like, I really like having my me time. I'll come back to you, but I like being able to like be by myself and breathe for a minute. Then we can come back together. So 
I don't know. I think I'm like you. I really, I, I could not be that attached to somebody to that extent. That's just, it's too much. I feel like you can still, I think, yes, I think that's uh, too much, but I think some people don't think that uh, you can still be fully attached to somebody if you give them their space right. and their time. It's kind of right. like, then that's not really a real relationship. And to me, no, that's overcrowding because y'all never had that room to miss each other. Right. Y'all never had that that opportunity to say, oh, I wonder what she did today and come back mm-hmm. and have that discussion. Right. If y'all always together, that means y'all going through everything together. What do y'all have to talk about? <laughs> what? What is it? Uh, look, uh, different things work for different people. And if that, if that kind of relationships works for some people... That's fine, but the one I would say in our in our generation, my generation, the ones that I've seen that they're like clingy and connected to that extent, yes. it just never works because they end up growing like tired of the, the person who's like all I see is you right all the time. So and I'm exhausted. <laughs> exactly. And then also, I feel like that's like another form of uh, being insecure about absolutely. I see, like, people our age, like, I be reading uh, comments on social media and how some people just instantly get offended if Mm -hmm. another woman or another man comment underneath their their spouses or girlfriend or whatever they call it, uh, underneath their their photos. And I'm like, why are you so fucking insecure that you can't even take a simple comment? Right. Because at the end of the day is, you know, it takes two. Mm-hmm. If your if your girlfriend or boyfriend are entertaining those type of individuals, then you need to be mad at them, right? Not the person that's commenting, because mm-hmm. that the, the the only person that owe you anything is the person that you're in a relationship with. Absolutely, and that's what I and I that's what I believe in, and I feel like nowadays people just think that their girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife is their belonging, like. Yes, and what, what you're mine what and only mine. You don't own people. You, right. you cannot own people. That listen, that will turn me off in a minute. You oh yeah. You you can't you can't own people. And secondly, I'm not I'm not trolling your comments or your posts to see who's commenting and who's liking your posts. Because the way that I feel is, if you're doing dirt behind my back and you you're cheating on me, I'm gonna find out about it eventually. So I don't have time. I, I promise you, I don't have time <laughs> to like, what's he doing? Where, like putting tracking on your phone and trying to figure out where you at and calling your friends. You seen Dion? Like, I don't have time to do all that. If Dion out there doing something, I'm going to find out about it. I know it's going to come back around because I asked to, to know that I see everything that's going on. So eventually it's going to come back around. I, I don't, I, maybe, and I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm the most like confident person in the world, but I'm certainly not insecure to the point that I'm gonna be like trolling your comments and your social media to see who's doing or following you around and trying to figure out what you're doing every minute of the day. Nobody has time for that. I feel like the minute that you feel like you have to do that, that's the minute you need to step the fuck away. Exactly. That's that's how I feel. Yeah. When I get to that point when if I'm like side eyeing you, then there's something there's something wrong. Then we probably we need to have a talk. Let's have to, a talk. Yeah, we need to figure out what's going on. And once you had that talk, I feel like the truth will come out. Absolutely. I mean, you can tell when somebody is you lying sure to can. you, especially if that's that person that you've been in, in a relationship with. Right. 
you're like, okay, this this man is lying to me. Now you have to make the decision. Either stay and get proof mm-hmm. or just be like, you know what, this is a red flag. I'm out. Exactly. So it's really up to you. But I do not believe in that um, coming in and a page watching and checking phones mm-hmm. and GPS systems. And no, I think no. that is so lame. And I'm sorry if I... No, I'm not sorry <laughs> if I offended anyone. But, uh, yeah, I just think that's just too much. Like, to me, if I got to double check your page, I could be doing something regarding my business, you know. Thank you. I could be sharing a flyer, posting a flyer, just randomly hitting people up on social media mm-hmm. versus hitting you up and who is this? Right. Who are you? Like, what? Chill, bro. Do they really do that? Like, oh yeah. Who, who are you? In the I have had, I have had a girlfriend. <laughs> I was doing business with somebody. Yeah. I think he like shared a flyer or something like that. And we used to go to school together. And I was like, oh, that's what's up, homie, or thank you so much. Um, and I said something like, good look. And she was like, he don't need all this. What this conversation's about? What is going on here? In the post, in the comments? Yes. Oh, my God. And I'm like, what the hell? But we had a mutual friend. And I'm like, his girlfriend crazy. Yeah. And he was like, bro, you got to understand this dude been cheating on her. But I'm like, but still, like, if if you got to do all that at this point (laughs) to monitor the cheating. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) You need to get get away from dude. Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, so now I'm like, I don't want to do business with you until you get your situation handled. Absolutely. Because nigga ain't trying to get killed. <laughs> oh, no damn. Over a flyer. <laughs> a flyer. But we're going to uh, we gonna take a short break and we'll be right back and give a shout out to our sponsors. If you're looking for something to do this weekend, make sure you come out and support local businesses at the Bremore Productions Closet Sale. We will be in New Orleans on Saturday, May 25th, and we also be in Dallas on Sunday, May 26th. Please come out and support. And if you are looking to sell your merchandise or services, please join us. And you can register at www.bremore.com slash register. If you would like to participate as a vendor, you have until Friday to sign up. Sign up, And then also, if you're looking to support local businesses and not go broke, you need to be at the closet sale. We have discounted food, discounted drinks. I'm talking about mimosas and Bloody Marys. So please come out and support the local businesses and also come out and support the Bring More Productions closet sale. Again, we will be in New Orleans Saturday, May 25th, and also Sunday, May 26th in Dallas. For more information, you can follow us on Instagram, Bremore Productions. You can also um, like our page on Facebook at Bremore Productions as well. And there, uh, there's a, um, a fashion show going on this Saturday as well, May 25th, the Purple Hearts show. Um, it's a it's a local fashion show in Dallas. You guys should go out and support the designers and the creatives that will be part of this show. It will be at the Green Elephant. That's 5627 Dyer Street in Dallas, Texas. And it's hosted by Styles by Howard. 
Um, follow him on Instagram at Styles by Howard for more information regarding this fashion show on Saturday, May 25th. Make sure you go support these people, these creatives that's based in Dallas. We out here, we moving. And if you need anything, anything to do this weekend, I just gave you the juice. All right. Peace. Okay, guys, we are back and we are speaking about dating in 2019. And you sent me a question and the question was, what was the question? Let me find this question. I should have it up. So the question was, can we blame these men with their subpar approaches or the women out there that are accepting it? I know this is going to cause some controversy. Oh, shit. But. That's what Brie Moore do. <laughs> but I really do think, I mean, yes, uh, men should be held accountable for these subpar approaches to women that they do. The the y, the WYD text, the, you know, barely, barely calling, barely, you know, making the woman want to do all the work. They should definitely be held accountable. They need to do more. But. If there weren't women out there that were accepting this, they they would know that it's not okay because they wouldn't get any. Mm. They would they wouldn't they would know they would have they would know that they would have to work for it. If you go back and you think about maybe the generations before us and how like the whole dating process it was a process. Like you know the men courted women, like they took them out. They got them flowers. They like really tried, you know, they really tried to court them because they recognized that the woman was worth doing the, that work for them. These men now, they don't, they don't do that. They don't want to go out on dates. They want to do Netflix and chill. They, then I heard, have you heard of this new thing called, uh, they've, they've come up with a pre-date. Have you heard that? Girl, yes. So now <laughs> these men have created a whole thing called a pre-date so what they do is they take you to like a coffee shop or something like real inexpensive to get to know you to find out if you're worth them actually taking a date taking out on a date because now the men are complaining that they take they're taking all these women out on dates and women are you know basically spend all their money and it's so expensive to go out on dates now because they have to, I'm like, okay. So now they're doing pre-dates. I said, what part of the game? How? So because they don't want to work hard for it, now they're going to take you out and get you like a $5 cup of coffee to figure out if they want to basically, what they're saying is spend more money on you on a real date. The only thing I hate about this whole new generation is the fact that they put money above yes. everything. And some shit you just can't buy. Absolutely not. The thing about it is, honestly, I'm just I'm just gonna speak for myself. I wouldn't mind a date being at a coffee shop. Like I'm cool with that. You ain't gotta take me to no five star yeah, yeah, like I don't have to have that. So the real question is, who are the women that you're seeking to take out on dates exactly. that are using you for a meal? You know, maybe it's your fault. It's not women, it's the ones that you're 
choosing yes. to take out. So yes. don't put it on us women that all because I'm telling you, the good ones, the ones that are really worth it, we don't care nothing about going to the no. steakhouse and going to buy a hundred dollar meal. Yeah, I like it, but I, I buy my own hundred dollar meals all the time. If I'm dating you, I want to get to know you. We can go to the coffee shop, to the bookstore, we can have some conversation and just talk. Like it ain't always gotta be, you know, you spending extravagant money. So now you don't come up with something else because every like you said, everything is based around money. I feel like I want to talk about the the point you just made, and I highly agree with it. I feel like a lot of men choose those women that they see on Instagram Ooh, and that child. those women that that are quite finesses and they let child. you know they yes. are finesses. So yep. once you got that person, once you got that type of woman attention, she's demanding. Mm-hmm. A lot from you. Mm-hmm. So now that your ass done got finesse, <laughs> you want to come over here to the low-key women right. that really don't demand a lot out of you, but love and attention. In, like natural, natural shit. Exactly. But then you want to treat everyone the way you thought old girl was she treating you the way you got finessed. You're right. like, oh, every woman is like this. I don't trust no women. Exactly. Which is mind-boggling because in my eyes, <laughs> in my from my perspective, there's more women getting cheated on than men. Like I literally had to tell my best friend like five years back, like seven years back, probably five or seven years back. I said, "Bruh, if I ever have a daughter, I'm going to prepare her for cheating. Because nine yeah. times out of ten, you're going to get cheated on. Yep. And it's not the same thing as for me as for men. Right. You might you. I feel like, of course. If you if you seek those finessing ass females, that's all about the bag, that's all about attention, all about clout. Of course, she's gonna you give her ten thousand, and somebody else slide through her uh, inboxes talking about twenty thousand. She gonna leave you where you at. <laughs> Absolutely. She gonna leave you where you at, and that's the type of females that y'all chase. Yep. So that's the type of female that you know, y'all have to deal with at the end of the day. But don't come over here to somebody that's Mm low-key, chill, minding her own business, that really want those coffee shop dates, that really want the walks in the park and be like, uh, before I even do any of that with you, I'm gonna need to test you. Right. And to me, that's bullshit. It is bullshit. Because women, we should really be walking around this motherfucker like, I don't trust no nigga. Because I guarantee you, Nine times out of ten, women have been cheated on. And we just soak that shit up and be like, this is just what it is when it comes to life. Right. And we go on to the next relationship. And we do not hold that against the next dude, which you're not supposed to. Not saying that every woman don't. Right. But I feel like when a man get finessed or get cheated on or get played or get hurt, it's the end of the world. He would never, he would never allow another woman to get that close to him again. Right. Even if that woman is innocent and didn't have nothing to do do. with the last relationship. Mm -hmm. That's mind boggling to me. Mm -hmm. But that's, but that's the, that's like, uh, that's a different, the difference between men and women just in dating period like you said they I mean certain things happen to men and that's all women all women but if a woman 
approaches the men the same way and said, well, you know, my last boyfriend's cheated on me, so I just have trust issues. So then the guy says, well, she she got problems. She got men problems if you got, you know, trust issues or daddy issues. She got the same issues that maybe you have, but she's trying not to hold it against you, trying to give you another chance. But men, like you said, they look at, like, oh, all women are like this. All women. No, the women that you chose, because you got finesse and you got you got played. Yeah, That's what it is. You got much. played. You got played. And you got to pay attention to them signs. Like I tell men all the time, listen, you know, those women that, you know, that's insecure and going through your phones and punching you in your mouth and slashing your ties and breaking windows and shit. That's most likely you get her pregnant. That's probably the woman that's going to keep you away from your child. But it's like, do that. Don't, maybe they like it because they I, do though. Like, Let me tell you something. Go ahead. They, <laughs> they think that's love. Uh, A yes. lot of men, they talk about women and being in, in domestic relationships yeah. and shit like that. But it's a lot of men that believe that as well. They believe if you are upset, if you are throwing punches, if you cussing them out, if you doing this, you doing that in a negative light, that means you love them. To me, that's bullshit. Because you ain't going to get that type of energy over here. No, you're not going to get it. You can be screaming. On t- Listen, I'm going to let a fool be a fool you're by him by, by, by yourself. <laughs> Do you hear me? I'm not about to, for what? You already mad. What I'm going to turn up on you for? I'm pushing on you. Next thing you know, you pushing on me. Now we pushing on each other. Next thing you know, we Ike and Tina. You got me fucked. No. No. Ain't no man worth that type of energy. Period. But uh, I have had somebody to tell me, I feel like you don't care about me because you don't get upset. I feel like you don't care because you're just sitting there. I'm like, nigga, I'm trying to let you get through what you're going through. Right. That's no point of both of us turning up. That's just gonna put another that's just gonna put another problem right. on top of the problem that we already have. So that but then that that man, that brings up a whole nother set of issues too. Cause what kind of issues you got? Exactly. And what have you been used to witnessing as love if you think that me fighting you is is supposed to be love that's our love language that's that's yeah no that's not that's that's another thing that i want to talk about love Mm -hmm. language yes the lack of uh love language and not really but then again with love language first of all you got to know what your language is so if anybody is not aware of what love language is it's pretty much um an action that um that proves that a certain individual loves you right well, yeah, it's different types of love languages. So it depends on what you like. Some people like um, physical touch. Mm-hmm. Some people like you to purchase them gifts. Some people just like to hear that you love them. Um, so I think it's I think it's a book out. It's like five love languages or something like yes, that. Yes, it is. So you're supposed to first figure out which one you want and which which ones one or ones work for you, and then the and then you need to find out what works for your partner and then tell each other. So, you know, because just because I might like, you know, physical touch and that tells me that you love me, that might not work for you. So I'm trying my love language with you and it's not working because you don't, you don't communicate that way. Maybe you like for me to just say, I love you every now and then, and that works for you. So you got to figure out what each other's love language is. I'll tell you right now, mine is not 
fighting and arguing. <laughs> That's for damn sure. I'm not gonna fight you and argue. That don't that don't mean you love me because actually you start fighting and arguing with me. I feel like we don't need to be together. No yeah, more. I feel like you're an enemy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't I don't feel loved. I feel attacked. Absolutely. And that's just me. So yeah. what are what are your love languages? Um I would probably just say um communication and um emotion. Like like really intimate emotion, like really being vulnerable with me. That's probably more so mine. I don't have to have gifts or even physical touch don't matter. I just like communication. Mm. Nice. What about you? I I know for a fact my um my love languages is pretty much communication because I love I think I fall in love with a, a conversation before I fall in love with the physical being mm-hmm. of someone. Yeah, and I I think that's the reason why I was able to execute a long distance relationship for so long. Yeah, because I explored his mind mm-hmm. and I I found beauty in the way he he thought I was like oh my gosh like somebody that's like-minded somebody with the same type of um spirit that Mm -hmm. I have in 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 some cases so that that really excites me is a strong um conversation Mm -hmm. after muscle if you got a strong conversation (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, no absolutely absolutely I'm the same way um and then another one is I would have to say physical touch and courting. Yes. I love dates. Yeah. And it, it doesn't have to be the most extravagant yeah. dates. But I just love, we can go to the movies. We can sit in the car after the movie and speak about the movie. Right. Um, or we can go to a fashion show mm-hmm. and or an art show. Like, I love, I have... My I think my best date of yet was we went to um actually I had a few. I had a lot of well, good right dates. Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the one that's more the most the most memorable is we went to an art show and then after the art show we went to a taco joint that was open to two AM and we just ate tacos and just talked the, yeah. the night away. Right. And then of course like um, in my last relationship, like pretty much all of our dates was like one hundred and nice. And we once we went to a fashion show I was hosting, and then after that we went to um a small intimate steakhouse. Yeah, and it was just so nice. It was candles. It was good food. Right. Nice conversation. Um. Yeah. So I really think I love dating. Yeah. Dating is key to me. So when you say dating, though, do you mean dating prior to relationship or even dating inside of the committed relationship? Before, after, doing, (laughs) and death. (laughs) Send me a sign from heaven, baby. How you doing? (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) Have you ever seen P.S. I Love You? No, oh, wait a minute. Yes, I oh did. My I love God. that movie. That movie is so amazing. I that movie. We need to watch that again. Yes, he I love even that dated movie. his wife in death. Yes, I remember that. That was a good Bruh, movie. I cried my ass out when I. Oh my God, I watched it like over and over. 
It was such a touching movie. That, that was. If you guys have time, please go watch P.S. I Love yeah, You. Yeah, that was a really good movie. And one of my good movies, one of my favorite movies of all time is Love Jones. We yes, talked about that, yeah, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, Love Jones is amazing. Yes. It's one of the greats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they really explored each other. Yes. And they was like... You know how it is being a creative and find someone else mm-hmm. that's a creative, creative and you yeah. don't really have to like uh what is that? Explain mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah, it's understood already. It's already understood. Mm-hmm. So for a photographer and a writer to link up, right, man. Amazing. I bet they need to do a part two if if anything. Girl, it's been so long. But if they can like really do like an after, like maybe they can like bring um their characters together where they actually focusing on writing a book together and she produced oh, yeah. the 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 photos and he he does the the writing. Yeah. I think that'd be dope. That would be real dope. They can use the same characters because they still look they good. look young as hell. <laughs> yes. Or maybe they can even bring in their children or something. I think that would be a beautiful touching story. Yeah. But Love Jones is one of my favorite love stories. PS I love you in the notebook. That's the one I've never seen. I never watched it in the notebook. I guess because everybody was talking about it, and I was just like, eh, eh. Yeah. Yeah, I never watched it. It is out in a walk to remember. Have I you have seen, seen that? that one? Yes, that one was good. Very really good. Love that movie. But, anyways, enough about love. See, we love love. <laughs> <laughs> so, dating in 2019, how is your experience going right now? Yeah, it's, um, it's uh non-existent actually what yeah it's not it's non-existent it's just um these men don't have any kind of like um they still have any game like for instance if you're out or you're you know I, I go to like business meetings different business meetings and stuff and I meet different people and like you can see people looking at you like you know when a guy is like kind of looking at you you know yeah. up and down but they will not approach they won't say nothing yeah. so i've been told that i'm unapproachable what that's what i've been told i really worked on it the last couple of years trying to be not as guarded trying to be you know a little bit more open for people to come talk to me or whatever which i never really thought i was unapproachable but a couple people told me that so i don't feel like that's my issue. It's like, I just feel like men are too scared. Like, I don't know. I feel like they're, maybe they're intimidated or whatever the case may be. They're too scared. They don't, you know, want to approach. They don't want to say anything or they do like the sneaky approach. So for instance, I was doing like um, some business with this gentleman and we're on a, when I'm on in business mode, I'm in business mode. Like I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm just in business mode. So we're communicating um, the business things that we're doing, you know, through text messages or whatever. Now I've physically seen this person a couple of times. Um, been We've been in the same meetings, the same circles or whatever, a couple of times. At no time had he ever like approached me or anything like that. So now we're communicating and he like slips in because I think I asked him for to like rush on some do do a rush or something. I was like, please, if you get this done for me, you know, I'll owe you big or whatever. So then he tries to slip in there. Well, yeah, you know, we can go out to lunch or we can go out to dinner. But why couldn't you have just like 
said that in the very beginning? Because like I can pick up on your flirting tones, but why couldn't you have just said that? Why it got to be like a sneak attack? Like you know, like a like a backwards kind yeah. of sneak attack. So then, and then, but he's not the first that, that does that. So then they'll do it and they'll put it out there, but then there's no follow through. Mm. So it's like, I'm supposed to now, what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to say, when, where are we going to go to lunch? When are we gonna, I don't, I'm not going to do that. You put it out there. So you hit me up and let me know when it's good for you. So it's like no follow through. They put it out there and then they want the woman mm. to go do all the work. And that probably works for them with some women, Yeah, but it don't work. Over here with Savvy. So <laughs> that's probably why Savvy is still single right now in 2019. Cause I just I just don't accept certain things. Cause I feel like I'm I'm spectacular to be around. So once you get me out on a date, like it's gonna be worth it, but you have to work for it. Right. Like, I'm not just gonna be giving giving my time up. My right. time is precious. Yes, it is. So yeah, I I I somewhat agree to that my experience i tell my ex-boyfriend all the time i feel like he just sneaked in it wasn't no <laughs> it wasn't no it wasn't no i like you i think you dope let's talk it right. was like you know you called me and we talk about business and then all of a sudden it spilled over to personal and all of a sudden i like you and mm-hmm. then we in a relationship it right. wasn't no you know, it wasn't no courting. It wasn't real, no courting or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Until I can say, once we got in a relationship, right, that's right. when it was like, eh. But before, no. And I actually, attack. it was a sneak attack. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I tell him that all the time. Um, dudes nowadays, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> so the way they get to me mm-hmm. is through my purpose. Uh-huh. And they see that I'm dedicated to what I do. Yep. So they hit me up in my inbox and be on that type time. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, you be that's in business it. mode. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, they start flirting. You're like, wait a minute. You know where this come from? Right. Red alert. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. Was, you know, and you can't, you caught me off guard. So I'm like, not really in that type of mm-hmm. mood. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm going to fall back, and then maybe you'll say it again when we out on some personal right. time, but they never do. Nope. But I did have one one sneaky, grimy photographer. Like, oh, these, <laughs> these grimy photographers, man, they are grimy as hell. So this dude invited me out to his house, and I was already kind of like, eh. Right. But I didn't know it was his house. I thought it was his studio. Mm. Do you get it? Like, you oh, tell I me, get... come out to my studio. I'm thinking it's your studio. I, I might know this photographer you're talking about. Not that I ever went out to, but I, he's kind of like that. He don't do me like that, but he kind of has creepy vibes. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> that's like Brie Moore telling y'all, come to my office. And then they see, you know, you see a Johnny running in the living room. Right. Like, it's like, no, I'm no this is your house. <laughs> So wait a minute. So he gave you an address. So he okay. So he gave me an address. I pull up. So we in there. We like talking. He got this big old setup, a computer. He got the backdrops and everything. And I was like, okay, cool. He telling me he wanted me to produce his event, which he wants to incorporate a fashion show. Okay, that's how people pull me in. So. I'm like, okay, cool. So he turned on the lights because they was, you know, a little dim. Right. And all of a sudden, I see a kitchen. 
I see a bed. Shut up. I see the clothes. Shut I see, up. Like, <laughs> I said, what? Oh, yeah, I live here, too. And I'm like, oh, shit. All right. So then he was like, oh, let me show you the venue space that I want to use. And I'm like, okay. So we walking out. His neighbors are like, hey, what's up, Joe? How you doing, Joe? His name is not Joe. I'm just saying. Yeah. And I was like, you really live here. And they was talking about like the doors and how the doors are not closing and the locks and what's going on with the maintenance. And I'm like, this nigga really live here. So then we go to the main space and we just walking around. I said, oh, yeah, this dope. He was like, do you think this will work? I said, yeah, you know, but the space is limited. And then all of a sudden he just started flirting. And I'm like, here I am alone with right. this dude. Right. I feel super under attack. If I would have known it would have been on this type of time, I would have told you, let's meet up for coffee. Right, exactly. I would never put myself in a position where I'm at somebody's house. And I think it was like, it was it was nighttime. I, I think it was after the closet sale, I believe. So it was like around 8, 9 o'clock at night. I'm like, what the heck? Why you didn't tell me what type of time you that was on? That is so creepy. Very creepy. <laughs> so, so that's what I'm talking about. That's what they do. They just and then after that, didn't hear nothing. Not only did I not hear anything, which I didn't care. Well, you know what? I did hear after that he flirted more in the open, yeah. but didn't hear nothing else about the fashion show. Yeah, because that probably wasn't even his original purpose. Anyway. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Like they, they, they do them those sneak attacks that go all the way around the bush. If if you just wanted to flirt with me or you just wanted to ask me out, just do just that. Do it, man. Just ask us out. <laughs> Don't waste my Don't time. Don't waste time. We gonna be mad. Yeah, wasting our time. So after that, I was just like, I don't like dude. At all, Nothing. not on a business level, not Nothing. on a personal level. It's it's just mad creepy. Like that was creepy as but hell. But you know what? Again, it goes back to I promise you, on top of every, I promise you that has worked for him before. It probably has. That approach has worked for him before. See, that's the thing. Like that even happened with. <laughs> not gonna put anybody on blast, but <laughs> I talked to you after the show. <laughs> Dude came up to me and was like, oh, I'm I'm interested in your, your program because, you know, we got an after-school program. Right. I, I love what you're doing. Whoop-de-whoop. Let's meet up. So we met up at a public place. And I'm thinking he's talking about elevating my program and taking mm-hmm. it to the next level. Yeah. The entire time he was talking about his ex-wife and his, his child and how his child like, dude, what the fuck do this guy do with my program and how we going to elevate it? Next thing you know, he was like, oh, let me take you to the um, to this venue that I have access to, we walk up to the the uh, the venue. He want to hold hands. Wait a minute. And Sir. I'm like, no, Sir. I'm good on that. <laughs> and like putting his his hand on my elbow and what? just being flirtatious. And this entire time, I literally, when I go to meetings, I have my planner, I have a folder, right. I right. have documents. No. All that was unnecessary because that dude was not on that type of time whatsoever. When you could have just said, I like you. Exactly. You know? And I could have been like, no. No. Because, <laughs> uh, no. Because I know you in a professional setting. And I see you in a, prof- in a professional setting on a consistent basis. I'm not going to mess that up. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. I, I do believe guys just really need to stop being creepy with the shit and just be out open and say, hey, I think you're cute. Are you interested in lunch or coffee or That's something? That's all it takes. 
and it's nothing. I think I think they're so prone to sliding in a DM. Yes. So when they are in person at an event, they don't say nothing. No. I've been no. at plenty of events. Every time I go to an event, somebody look at me dead in my eyes. Right. <laughs> and then I post a picture. Let's say I post a picture in a hashtag that event. And they see my picture under that hashtag. Oh, you look real nice today. Right. Why you couldn't you say, say that, that in person? I was standing right Why you in my you. DM? Right. Because exactly. then that's an icebreaker. Now I'm like, thank you. Right. And then we start talking about something else. Right. Because it works. I'm telling you, if, if, the, if, if women as a group would stop accepting that kind of approach and that kind of behavior, it would change the the trajectory. So then they would have to do something different because then it'd be like, okay, well, this is not working anymore. So let's let's try something else. But because it works, they take their chances. If they do that 10 times and seven out of those 10 times, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. They'll take they'll take the L on the other three. You know what I'm saying? So that part, I think women have to hold some responsibility like value yourself more to know that you're worth more than somebody's you know sneak attack trying to date you or wasting your time on some other stuff when they really just want to date you and they can't just be honest and do that like women step up and like don't accept that because it serves all of us women when you do that that's dope that, that's a message mm-hmm. that's really a word mm-hmm. And of course, we're not saying that men should not be held accountable, right? But in such regards, we do need to um, definitely step it up a little bit, mm-hmm. honestly. Absolutely. Because mm, he come over to to bring more, and you trying to do what you did with Ashley, I'd be like, listen, <laughs> listen, little daddy. <laughs> Now, no, and I would be single, and I'd be okay with that. Absolutely, and they, you know what? That's another point too. That I want more women to realize that it's okay to be single. Yes, it's okay Lord. to to be with yourself for a minute. Yes, it's perfectly okay. Can we talk about that just a brief? Absolutely. Okay, we'll be right back. We're gonna give one more shout out to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. If you're looking for a mist to add to your daily routine, please check out XYTO Skincare Mist. It's great for energizing your skin. It's great on bites and blemishes and irritations. It also cleans your skin of germs and viruses. And most importantly, it hydrates your skin. Again, if you're looking for a mist to add to your daily routine, we highly suggest that you try out this mist. To purchase your mist, you go to shop xyto.com again at shop at xyto.com please tell them that Bree More Production Podcast sent you we love the mist we've been trying it out for a few days now and it's amazing again if you're looking for a mist to just spray on your skin and go but also have great benefits make sure you check out xyto skincare mist again that's xyto skincare mist and tell them that the Bree More Productions podcast sent you. Peace. Okay, we are back. Let's talk about the the importance of being single as mm. a dollar bill. Mm. 
I think being single as a dollar bill, <laughs> it teaches you <clears throat> self love. Like it teaches you your wants and your needs and your and your boundaries, and you really get to explore yourself. Absolutely. Um, I would say. I mean, I've been single for a while. Not that there hasn't been times in between there where I've, um, you know, talked to people and was trying to get to know, you know. A, a man or something like that but to actually have been in a relationship it's been a while and when I the last time I was in a relationship like I really thought that that was going to be the one like we were going to be together forever yeah but now that I'm where I'm at now and I probably came to this realization a few years ago that I wouldn't have found out what I know about myself now had I stayed with that person, my life would have been very different. And I don't think I would have learned, even though I've always been mature, but at the time I didn't know myself. Like I know myself now, yes. like I really know myself and who I am and what I like and what I don't like, what, you know, pisses me off and mm-hmm. what makes me happy. Like, and I can communicate it. Mm-hmm. Like I knew it then, but I don't even know if I would have been able to intelligently communicate that to somebody else without feeling like, oh, they might get mad at me if I say, you know what I'm saying? I might lose out on that Right, I might lose out. like Versus, I'm going to lose myself if I don't speak up. Exactly. So I I feel like me being single has been beneficial because now whoever I do end up with, they're going to get a whole person. Yes. You know what I'm saying? They're going to get a whole person. Like, I'm not looking for another half. I'm just looking for another whole person. Mm. I'm completely whole. Yes. Because I've learned a lot about myself just being sing- single. It's certain things being single that you're going to learn about yourself that you cannot learn at all in a relationship with another person. You got to like, and trust me, there were times when like, what is wrong with me? Why am I still single? You know, I want to go on a man. But then I got to the point where it's like, you know what? I'm, I'm learning me. Like I, I like me, like I'm good. So I think more women just need to be settled in that and like try to figure out yourself. Some women are in relationships and they know who they are. They are happy in their relationships. They've been in long-term relationships. Rock on, sisters, rock on. But the ones that haven't really found themselves and too scared to either get out of a relationship because they don't want to be alone or they're steadily looking for a relationship because they don't want to be alone, girl, it's okay. Just do you and figure out who you are so that you can be a whole person to somebody else. Don't nobody want no half a person. Do you want to? Have, do you want somebody to serve you a half a sandwich? If you go to the restaurant, no. Okay, you want your whole sandwich. So, why are you out here giving half of yourself to people when you haven't even figured out who you are completely, hundred percent? Yes, and I agree with that. And I also feel like people need to heal from their past rela- relationships, and also from childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. Because when you don't heal, you take, even though you like you you in and out of relationships, and it's always another person's fault. It's never your fault. And when you actually take time to heal and really look at yourself in the mirror, I think you become a better person, not only for the next relationship, but for the world. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we skip out on that. We we just, you know, we just bounce from relationship to relationship just to feel validated, just to feel loved, just to feel like a, a, a woman or even like a man. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to I got to be in a relationship and I feel like life is more than that. Life is more, it's, 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 it's about elevating self 
And I feel like, what can you give if you're empty? Absolutely. If you're not, if you're not full, what can you give? Mm-hmm. And jumping from relationships to relationships is event. It, it's gonna burn out eventually, and you're gonna be ex- exhausted. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, at the end of the day, you do not take accountability. You think it's the other person's fault. Always. When you really need to look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And I had to do that. I had to sit back and I had to be like, you know what? What is what exactly is going on with, with Brie? Mm-hmm. And what can Brie do to improve that? And like you said, I don't think I would have that opportunity to do so if I was in another relationship. Because right. when you're in a relationship, not only do you have to think about your, your healing process and what you're going through, but also... Mm-hmm. Being that rock for that okay. for that person, right? And sometimes it's just best to be your own rock and Absolutely. really just go through the storm alone. So when you come out that storm, you're stronger than mm-hmm. ever, and you can pour into someone, someone else's. Else, yeah. So I I absolutely feel like being single is key. I don't feel like you know I'm at the point when it comes to life. I believe in balance, mm-hmm. so I I definitely feel like you need that time where you are single. And then I also believe you need that time where you are in a relationship and right. you you living your best life with another person. Absolutely. Um, but I don't think I don't think any woman or any man is less than or not valuable if they're single. I don't either. But I think I think that mindset has to change. It does overall. Like every, it does. You know, other people. Everybody needs to understand that that you're not. You, being in a relationship or not being in one doesn't make or break you. Mm-hmm. It's like it's about you and who you are. They're just compliments. If you have somebody else in your in your life that you're in a relationship with, they're just a compliment. And that's what they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be a compliment. They're supposed to be to help upgrade your life. You know, they're, they're not supposed to be there to make your life. They're there to add yes. on as a compliment because your life should already be made before you get into that relationship. I think relationships are great. Because, I mean, that's the way that God designed, designed it. Yeah. it for us to, I mean, nobody want to have all these things that we're, that we can have in the world and then not have anybody to share them with. Ooh, so that I is, say that all the time. You know, that is the ultimate goal, yes, you know, yes. but let's, let's, let's do it when it's supposed to be done. Stop forcing things to happen or be in a, force a relationship for the wrong reasons, just because you think you're supposed to be in one. And going back to what you said, like, heal. Heal from whatever you got going on because you don't want to take that into what could potentially be a very healthy, awesome, elevated relationship, but because you never healed from something that happened in your childhood or something that happened in a relationship, so now you bring in all that toxic mess mm-hmm. to something that could be really good and yeah. you mess up something that really could have worked because you didn't heal from that. So if you out there and you going through something that or you have some kind of tra- trauma or something that you just need to get on, go seek therapy. Yes. Talk to somebody yes. about it. Journal it. I mean yes. do something. Meditate. Me- exactly. Meditate. Do something about it before you even attempt to get into another relationship because Whatever that thing is is gonna keep coming back. If you don't, if you don't work through it and heal from it, it always keeps coming back. Yeah. Period. You cannot suppress it. Nope. And if you do suppress it, overall it's gonna take advantage of you. Absolutely. 
there's no running from it. So no. you might as well face it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, a lot of people look at relationships similar to drugs. It's, it's just yes. pretty much to suppress their emotions mm-hmm. about past relationships or even their childhood trauma. It's like, just be by yourself. Get to know who you are. Um, I look at it like this. I look at self-love as the foundation. Mm-hmm. Before you build a house, you got to have a solid foundation. Before you add on the the concrete, well, the concrete is the foundation, but before you add the doors and the windows and the stairs and the interior design, mm-hmm. your, con- your concrete, your foundation has to be strong enough for before you add on to the greatness. So self-love is important. Stop making these women or even these men feel less than because they don't have kids right. at a certain age. Yes. Or even shout out to the virgins. If you are a virgin, especially in today's age, I feel like, listen, y'all the strongest mofos out here. You get all the praise. Praise to you for avoiding temptation on a consistent basis because sex is consistently being thrown at us. Even when we watching cartoons. So all praises to y'all. But there's nothing wrong with that. To me, I feel like that's another aspect of greatness. Like it's mm-hmm. different levels to different things. And I feel like if you can avoid temptation, oh man, you are so beautiful to me. And um, for those that are single, don't feel less than because your friends are married right. or in a relationship. Right. Like I, I feel like you're still dope and you still Absolutely. have, you still add value to this world in some type of form or fashion. Right. So be single. Be single. And love yourself and be happy about it. It's not the end of the world. It's okay. And when Valentine's Day roll around, buy yourself some flowers. That's right. Go get a massage. (laughs) Don't be like, oh, man, I'm in one uh, Valentine's Day, bro. I was at my internship. I literally cried. Really? Because I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't have a Valentine. And I'm like, she was like, girl, you lucky. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, no, I want flowers. But that's before I even, like, fell in love with myself, though. Yeah. Now I can, you know, when I need me time, I need me time. Now I can be in my office and chilling, just listen to music and in my creative mode and just happy as whatever. Mm -hmm. And then when I I am ready for that companionship, it's like a plus. Right. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming out to talk to me. I told you we was going to go over. Yeah, we all will. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like this is a valuable uh, conversation, seriously, because everybody's not in, in a relationship. And at my age, I'm 29. I don't know how old you are. Like, all of my peers are getting married. Oh, I'm 38. So, uh-huh. yeah. I'll, I'll, you know what? No, I can't say that. There's a lot of them that are, but I have, it's probably half and half. I have married friends. I have single friends. I have friends in relationships. I got a little mix of them all, but honestly, I don't even pay attention to it anymore because whatever they got going on is what they got going on. Right. You know, it don't don't make me any any different. It don't make me, and I feel like, (laughs) you know, if my friend is happy, I'm like, I'm happy for you. I don't don't look at it like, oh my gosh, I need to be doing the same thing. It's like, no, like I'm shining in other ways. Absolutely. So I think that's what a lot of people need to look at the situation is like, just be happy for your friend. Be happy 
that your friend is having kids and married right, right. And building a home with someone right versus like oh my god i gotta do the same thing or you stop you stop being a friend because you low-key hating right so yeah everyone's journey is definitely different and we really need to <laughs> consider that <laughs> so again thank you so much do you, you want to um let the people know about your future events or what you got going your instagram your facebook yeah my um instagram is um at secure the crown i um just rebranded so got a lot of good things coming out. I do have a an event coming up in the fall, probably in October. Um, it's an afternoon delight. It is basically a panel of men and women be discussing different issues like um, sex, religion, politics, what have you. So I am looking for some people to be on the panel. And if you're interested, go to my uh, website, securethecrown.net and um, fill out the form so you can be updated. Cool. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, we've been following each other for a long time. Yes. Now. And I am so grateful for your support. Oh, no, thank you. Seriously. I, I, I am a fan of yours. I'm a fan of what you've done and what you are continuing to do. And I can see you doing great things. So I will always support that. Always. Thank you. Vice versa. And I would love to go ahead and put me on the panel. Okay, got you. Your name yeah. is already there. I'm there. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Bring More Productions podcast. We'll be back next week. I don't know what the topic is going to be about, but as always, it's a conversation that needs to be had. And again, this is the safe place for the Black opinion. We speak our minds and we are unapologetic about it. Peace. <laughs>